Welcome to If You've Come This Far, the podcast that Sean and I do where we have authentic conversations with interesting people about how to make life more fulfilling and impactful. Uh, this is actually episode number 22. That's my wife's lucky number, Sean. I don't know if you knew that. Why would you know that? Um, but uh, yeah, we've been at this for a little while. We're getting better. And on this episode, uh, we have uh, a real treat. This is an, an old friend of Sean's, Daryl Pastelnik. Um, who is far more famous than we, um, uh, for reasons we'll get into. But uh, Sean, introduce us to your friend Daryl. So, uh, first of all, why why twenty two? Do you know why twenty two is her favorite number? Well, do you really want to know? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't so, ask you if I didn't want to know. <laughs> so, Manisha's high school boyfriend. This may not be the only reason, but Manisha's high school boyfriend Jerry Evans who is, 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 remains a good friend of hers and mine and Todd Adams and Kathy Kasani, because um, he went to high school with Kathy and, and, and Manisha. Um, his football number was 22. Wow. But it's still her favorite number? I know. My soccer number was 17 all those years. What, what, the, yeah. what the fuck, right? Well, she didn't know you, I guess. I don't, she yeah. <laughs> she couldn't switch. switch. She switch could switch. Right? Yeah, yeah, it'd be tough. Actually, it's funny. Uh, was this? We might have actually recorded this interview on ten twenty two. I think um, possibly we might have. And yeah. and and you said we're getting better at episode twenty two. Did you do an audit, or did somebody share good news with you? Like, oh, you guys sucked in episode one, and now twenty two, you're slightly better. <laughs> so my evidence for us getting better is completely anecdotal. Oh, okay. Um, uh, we, I mean, we've gotten some, some, some good feedback. I, I get yeah. things from friends occasionally, I think more gratifying or more sort of, um, stronger evidence that we're getting better is occasionally I get, um, you know, when we did the episode with Dave Dunn, um, multiple friends reached out having heard it and said, Hey, we have a kid who's struggling with eating disorders. Right. Yeah, so, yeah, so it, right. it opened something up there. And I did get a lot of, I had a lot of college friends after we aired the episode with father Himes, who, um, who I think, you know, had a lot of fond memories, um, maybe hadn't seen the last lecture. And, uh, it, it, you know, I mean, look, what are we here for? We're here to make people smile a little bit. Yes. Maybe. Right. Like squeeze a little bit more out of life. No. And, and, and as I told you before we started, I mean, I've gotten some calls, my friend Frank called to give feedback and just the fact that he cares enough to call and give feedback is wonderful. Whether or not we'll use any of it is a different story, but thank you, Frank. Right. Yeah, yeah. Thanks Frank. I mean, if yeah. it's, if Frank thinks it's worth his time, then he must think that there's something to it. So, right. and you know what, we're having fun doing it. So yeah. And he likes you a lot better than me. So uh, <laughs> Daryl Postelnik, I've known Daryl for 30 years. And uh, why did we decide to interview him? Daryl has 10, 2.7 million followers on TikTok. So we're actually, we're just trying to draft off his followers. So if you're a follower of Daryl's and you're listening, thank you. Uh, no, 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 no. I kind of kid. Uh, Daryl Postelnik. Way, by the way, 2.7 million is over twice as many followers as we have on spotify i think we have about 50 so but it is it's over twice that what don't, <laughs> don't, don't hurt your brain I, uh, it's, a, it's sort of like half dad joke half engineer joke it's a bad joke <laughs> well, 
Um, so no, I, I kind of kid Daryl Pustelnik is cooking with Daryl. Um, it is, uh, it's a crazy good story. So we wanted to, I mean, he's a TikTok star. That's just bottom line. And so we wanted to have a TikTok star on, but he's much more than that. I mean, besides a good friend, um, he's done a lot in his life that I think will be interesting to the listeners, um, in his, in his professional life. And, uh, as he tells us, he's very funny, which the the listener can decide for themselves, but, um, we had a lot of fun. Uh, we hope you find it interesting and, um, meet Daryl Postelnik. Yeah. I love, it's always a good sign when someone tells you that they're very funny, right? Like I, I mean, and he did it. Here's what I, here's what I loved about your friend, Daryl. Um, like the guy is just joyful. Yeah. Right. Like, yes, I, I went to look at the men living. Um, what do we call them now? The suggestions, w- the suggestions for how to live life. And I, every yeah. one of them, I could have pointed to Daryl, like the guy lives candidly. He, you know, he's, there's no pretense in yeah. that fella at all. Um, and he, he, you know, he lives uh, curiously. I mean, he's, he, he, his daughter sort of dared him to do this and he tried it and um, you know, it's turned into something. So I, uh, I, I like your friend. I like yeah. him a lot. Yeah. I think, I think everybody will too. And, and maybe that's why he has 2.7 million followers and growing on TikTok. I I do. I think that's that absolutely. That's the case, right? Like why yeah. else would you guy, would you watch a guy make smash burgers? Um, right. You know, unless like there was some good energy coming through the screen. Let me just say one other thing. Uh, my wife tells me that she's really funny, um, but <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's the funniest in the family. She's full of shit. So when somebody <laughs> tells you they're, fa- they're funny, it's not always, it's not always true. <laughs> everyone thinks they're funny everyone's yeah. a comedian right yeah including me and you yeah that's for sure all right let's do this right. with daryl yeah yeah, yeah. really Here comes. What? Oh, God. yeah so i gotta and watch what i say no 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 no, no. We, yeah and and it's yeah it's not a grill so you may not know what the fuck you're doing over there but let's <laughs> let's just set the table so to speak so chris daryl daryl chris Nice he, to meet you, Daryl. Nice to meet you too, man. Chris was like, oh, I was just watching some of Daryl's videos. How well do you know him? I'm like, <laughs> I've known him for 30, 30 years. Long time. Yeah. Okay, so I found out what it was it seven minutes ago, Sean, that you and Daryl go back a ways, mm-hmm. but I don't know the backstory. And <laughs> so, and Sean said, oh no, wait, Daryl will tell you. So, so, so can we... Uh, um and, and we'll sean and i'll record a bit uh, uh an intro audio later that sort of introduces right. the episode so i won't go into like saying who you are or whatever so let's fucking kick it off right and tell me <laughs> how you know this guy who's my podcast partner is that to you sean or me no, that's, no, to that's you, you Daryl. Oh, okay. Come on. Yeah. Nobody so, wants to hear me talk. No, it's about yeah. you talk. Yeah, yeah. Right, as right, little right. as Sean talks, the better. That's what right. we so, say. Yeah, right. Trust me. That's better <laughs> for me, too. Yeah, fuck both um, you guys. A good way to start. Well, hold on. I got to shut my door. This is still oh. private stuff, Sean. Hold on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh here we go. Oh, wait. Here we go. <laughs> wait. You're shutting your door. That's a good sign. Well, here's why. Listen, my kids don't know this story. Oh, they don't? <laughs> no. Oh, Not that it's right. really anything that's a secret. Right. But let's just say, Chris, uh, if someone were to get married a long time ago 
and someone's wife uh, stood up as the maid of honor, or was she just standing up? I think she I just. Stood up. I think Jamie was probably the yeah. maid of honor. So she yeah. just yeah. stood up in the wedding, and she brought this guy. That's no, I didn't come to the wedding. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Oh, no. You know something? Hold on. She wanted me to come. <laughs> right. Yeah. It made hard to get. Whatever. Yeah. So that's right. You weren't at the wedding, but we met shortly after that because yeah. she started dating you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Which I still okay. tell her is just a mistake. But anyway, it's too much. <laughs> Wait, just, just to be clear, it was a mistake not to bring Sean to the wedding or it's a mistake that she still wished on? <laughs> yeah. 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 You, you know. She, <laughs> so so yeah so he, so she was close friends with daryl's first wife okay yeah. yes yeah yes and yes. And, and and just to, to, for a little context how long ago was this oh geez 30 years ago 31 yeah. I mean, we'll be married we'll be married 30 years next year so yeah so it's got to be about 31 wow yeah jesus i was jesus over Shit, half 40, our, over half our life almost 40 years ago holy cow yeah well you guys are really dating yourselves here do you i yeah. can cut this part if you want like later <laughs> and, on. And, and, and that's the weirdest thing he's a fucking yeah, you TikTok, he's it. a fucking tiktok star and he's and he's like <laughs> he's, he's the <laughs> oldest tiktok star <laughs> well i think there's some 98 year old woman probably <laughs> but he's going <laughs> at, but, but he's going after her you saw it, Sean. You saw the Walmart release I sent you where they said, Yeah, there's an older guy. <laughs> Daryl just got signed up as a Walmart greeter the other day. Oh my God. That's great. It is funny. We just recently started putting taglines on our podcast. So instead of just being like, Oh, we're talking, Daryl, how do you say your last name? Postelnik? Sure. Good enough. Yeah. Well, no, do you tell me how yeah, you well, say it? Pastelnik. Pas- yeah, Pastelnik. Okay. So yeah, back in the day, we would just be like, oh, if you come this far, and it would just say like episode nine, Daryl Postelnik. Uh, and then we started putting these little taglines. And I think that would be a good tagline, uh, world's oldest TikTok star, <laughs> right? Might Let's be just true. name it. Let's just name it. it might it, be right? true. I, think and, a couple, the- I did see uh, two twin brothers that are grandfathers. They got to be 85 and they've got like six to eight million followers. So I'm not the oldest, but maybe individually, because if you know they got a split right. you know, two of them. Right. So yeah, right. That's uh, cheating. It's close, Chris. It's close. But I mean, you're not competitive or anything, right? So no, it's like no. no. <laughs> well, did, did let me ask you this. Did it did it help Sean's case that you liked him once you guys met? I mean, did you guys like each other immediately? Yeah. I yeah, so. pretty much. Yeah, we hit it off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, so Sean, go ahead and thank Daryl right now for <laughs> his, his endorsement. Oh, because you married up. I'm, never. I'm, oh, there's no I, doubt. I know I married up, so no like, I'm not proud. Um, um, it was my second question, and then I'm going to shut up for like maybe a third of the podcast. Um, why are we not at Daryl's house right now eating some good food? That's this point. is that's fucked up. Where are you at, Chris? Where are you out of? I'm in Chicago. No, where? Yes. I am. uh, It's called Bowmanville. So I'm truly in Chicago. You know, a lot of people will be like, I was just there today. I'm, you know, where the Half Acre Brewery is? I know exactly where it's at. I was just downtown today at the score. I was nice. Yeah. Uh, Was that for TikTok related business? It is. If you, if you check, um, I don't know if uh, I didn't post it yet. 
Um, their executive producer, Shane Reardon of the score is a, you know, he loves his hobby is cooking and he's mm. good. He's is he? he? Oh yeah. 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 Everything we made, I mean, he's like, oh, yeah, I make this myself. I'm like, oh, you do? Wow. I, go buy <laughs> um, I get the canned version. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was making right there. He made it. You know, we made smash burgers. And because that's kind of my, I don't want to say it's my specialty. It's just one of the videos or one of the, one of the meals that just always does millions of views. And he makes his own mayo aioli. And he's oh, blending shit. it with an aversion blender. I'm like. What the hell? Anyway, it was wow. delicious. So they have a whole studio set up with a professional kitchen right outside the score studios. And uh, he was cooking in there. I think it's kind of his passion. He wants to oh. do more. I think he'd want to try to get into that business if he could. So I think I was his first guest where he's actually launching like a similar thing, like a podcast, more of a YouTube. Uh -huh. Did you talk sports too, or was it just cooking? Uh, no. Oh no. Shit. I went in, we were set up, ready to go. He had a full blown crew. I'm like, dude, I need your crew. Me. I'm sitting there with, you know, one, two, three, go. you know, he's got a camera above him on the stove. He's got a camera tripod. He had three guys at a control panel. Wow. And we were all miked. I'm like, I don't got any of that shit. You so, know what, though? But isn't that part of your brand and part of your charm, yeah, right? Yeah. It's just like yeah. you in the kitchen. A lot of like, charm, Chris. A lot of charm. a lot of charm. I can tell that already. Yeah. Um, that's the <laughs> second most bullshitty thing you've said to on this. Uh, first one was something about Sean. Okay. So um, just to just close the loop here, I, I live right next to Half Acre. I can probably hit an eight iron uh, from my front door to there. Sean can almost get a three wood. Uh, from my front no, door. I've played no, he's played a lot of golf with me. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of golf with me. And and he's thinking right now, how do I get Half Acre to be a sponsor? Because that's oh, all shit. he's. Oh, oh, it's just a matter of right. Just showing. Uh, <laughs> uh, what's he doing? Uh, in case so, you're wondering. In case but, you're wondering about some other, you know. Yeah, right. So Daryl's got his own <laughs> oh, beers, Chris. All right, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Had had. They're both had. gone now. Right. Yeah, I did um, have my own beer. So it's a, so there's actually I told Chris there's actually a lot that I want to talk about as it relates to you that I think is really interesting outside of the TikTok stuff but we'll get to that. I'm very um, shy, Sean. When I talk, I know about you are. Stuff, I know. But, but one of the things that's a really interesting precursor to me, and this goes back a little bit in our in our history, is we'd go to Daryl's house, and he had every fucking gadget there ever was. I I've mean, seen this. Ron Ron Popeil is that his name? Was his oh, yeah. like his favorite guy. So oh, he had yeah. all these gadgets. I and did. so one of the things that I I think one of the things that brought him to fame is you had these things. You had the Blackstone and he had the and he had the uh salt and pepper shakers that were oh, electric and, when you turn and now he's got he's got the big green egg in addition to having a propane. I've seen this, I've seen your yeah, backyard. Yeah. So, yeah. so he had he had, he had all it's these stupid. gadgets. He had it's, the ziploc, the ziploc bag thing. Uh, oh yeah, the sealer. The I had the scissors to cut vegetables. I had the I had the Ron Popeil, and it was his. Set it, forget it. Chicken <laughs> rotisserie chicken maker. Yeah, you yeah. throw it in and you walk away for an hour, and it's yeah. done. Oh, so yeah. now and, he's and got, so now he's got all these gadgets in the backyard that are like. 10 times the cost of that shit yeah. that he that he had back in the day. But it was just a foreboding, foreshadowing. It's become the shit. Here's what's it was funny, meant Chris. to be. So those salt and pepper shakers, my kids got for me shit four years ago, well before any of this. 
as like a Father's Day gift because I do like to cook. And they saw them. I think a friend had them and they got them to me for Father's Day and I loved them. All you, you know, you get the nice salt and the nice peppercorns, you just turn them upside down and they, they start grinding. So when I used them in my first or really my second video is the one that went viral. It's just what I use. And everyone was like, look at that guy. What are those? Now I make them, I sell them, and it's a business. <laughs> and when and when I said it was stupid, all the stuff you had, I meant that in the sense of it's stupid, I'm jealous um, <laughs> yeah. that he's got all that shit. Because yeah. um, I would, I, I saw that backyard. I used to have a green egg. I wasn't patient enough for the green egg. And uh, maybe we yeah. can talk about like some of the competencies that enable you to do what you do. But, um, but yeah, you've got a nice setup, dude. Yeah. So what's your what's your favorite thing back there? So I just got asked that today, and you know everyone, everyone. I, I don't care where I'm at. Um, we, we you know if, if we're I was in walking walking down the street in Chicago, two people came up. Hey, you're you're the you're the, you're the Blackstone guy. I mean, I'm known for the Blackstone. Right. Uh, they don't return my phone calls. They don't <laughs> do shit. They I've never gotten a penny from them, and. You know, I do like cooking on their device. There's probably better ones out there. But to me, it's kind of my ante into this whole shtick. You know, for me to go leave now, I think people will be like, you know, you left because of money or you left because of this. And, you know, so I to me, I don't care about that. I would tell you my favorite oven or, or thing to cook on right now is that alpha oven. Yeah, it's unbelievable. It's it is so un- it is so it is so it's a pizza. God, there's a video. It so it is so good, Chris. It is. It's, and, yeah. and you know, forget the fact that it's just a pizza oven because it's not. I've got a video that you can go see. I believe it just launched like an hour ago on YouTube, but uh, I'm launching it on um, TikTok and Instagram on Saturday. You, you've got to watch it. It might if this thing doesn't do 10 million views. I had, you know, what, what What'd you make? This. well, so all the girls, you know, we, we have a very close group of, of friends, couples, mm-hmm. and um, all the girls of the group went to go see that Long Island medium, right? So they're all gone. So we have what the guys call, you can laugh when I'm done, Sean, meat <laughs> fest, right? We, we, go, we, we cook steaks. So uh, I went in and, and got out from ribeyes to New York's to bone in ribeyes. And, you know, of course, I lather them all with the bacon up. And I had that thing going at about 900 degrees. 900. I was going to ask you how hot that thing gets. I threw in two cast irons that were just unseasoned, nothing, for about 10 minutes. So now they're just scalding. And I threw those steaks in there. And within five minutes, all done. But the cool thing was my one buddy, you know, we had a lot of wine flowing. We had drinks, vodka, you name it. And, and this was, of course, an hour and a half into the night. My buddy who was doing a bunch of clips, because I didn't want to go, okay, I'm making steak and kind of that whole thing. So I thought, just take some clips, man. And I'm going to throw them together into a video. The way the flame was going from, you know, you put the, you always put the, the once you get it going, you shove all the wood to one corner so that you can cook in the middle. That flame was going, rolling. <laughs> Around the side of all these steaks, it is the coolest thing. I've, and I, and of course, because we're all you know swearing and laughing and half doing in a, the bag, 
I, I had, oh yeah, I had to completely mute all the talking yeah. and I put, I put the entire video to Johnny Cash's Ring of Fire. Oh, oh, yeah, nice, but nice. anyway, it's, it's a great, like I, I put this thing together and I'm like, and then of course I show myself cutting them up and they're freaking just perfect, like perfectly done. It was, See, it was awesome. This is what I'm talking about. And the three of us are sitting here on Zoom. This is bullshit, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, well, I'm in California. In I, I'm actually in California, actually. You could you oh. two could have got gotten together. That yeah. would fine. No, I blame you still. Well, chill. Um, we'll chill today. Yeah, okay, that's let, what I can, hear. Can we go back a little further? So, so <clears throat> Daryl, I know this about you. I know you're uh you're a husky, right? Yep. My mother-in-law was an administrator at Northern Illinois University for 41 years. Holy um, wow. Yeah, I think she retired, what was it, three or four years ago. Um, so my wife, she grew up in DeKalb, uh, or Sycamore, DeKalb, whatever. Yeah. Um, so I know it well, but um, are you are you native to this, this parts, these parts? Yeah. Okay. yeah. No, I grew up right uh, in Chicago, but right next to like Norwich and Schiller Park. Okay. And then went to Northern because had no idea I could even go to school outside of the state. Right. Nor would they take me. So either <laughs> way, <laughs> either you, you either weren't way. exactly a stellar high school student. No, Is that what you're no, saying? Let's just say, let's just say Northern was the only school I got into. <laughs> but 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 um uh you, you have a chi like outside like we haven't talked about anything other than right. your tiktok stuff and and your cooking um but you had a really successful and maybe it's still going on and i, I don't know all the details but you you have had a really successful career outside of your tiktok stardom yeah. oh, right the TikTok you, stuff is a bone it's it's just a fluke yeah yeah well, so tell me, just tell me a little bit about your background from like, okay, you go to this school, uh, not knowing what the fuck you're doing. Um, and Here then you, you stumble upon a couple out. things. Yeah. <laughs> Come on now. So, um, and I told my kids who are now juniors at ASU that I, uh, I wouldn't tell them this until they got into college, but I got a 17 on my ACT, uh, which I think you get a 15 if you put your name correctly on the on the on the uh uh test and took it once because back in those days you didn't take it twice you just you did you know it was an entrance exam yeah. so northern was the only school i got into that was their base to get in was a 17 so i was like Fuck yeah i'm in <laughs> and so um had trouble in school i have some sleep issues and I just couldn't stay awake in classes ever. I mean, I, I can go in with, you know, two coffees this big and some, you know, uh, whatever, you know, Viverin, and I'd fall asleep within 30 minutes. You've had that shit since I had no yeah. idea you had. Oh, it. Yeah. I was just telling yeah, yeah. somebody yesterday about what oh, went yeah. on with you. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had yeah. no idea. Now no, I'm learning no. shit. I'm learning. So just, I, I think I, I may have told you, well, I'll get to the Microsoft thing yeah. in a minute, but yeah. um, no, I had issues. And so it's, I don't want to say it's fixed now, but it's probably 75% fixed. Cause now I have, an, I have a CPAP. I got a sleep machine. I love it. I can't sleep without it. And it's, and I am much better, but anyway, I, I just couldn't really focus a lot. I, I would never say I had anxiety or any of that stuff. I just couldn't stay awake in class. That's it. So I'd go study in, in, in the library and the first 30 minutes was a nap. And then I would get to study because I'd be up then for two hours. So anyway, I graduated 
barely with like a 2.2 GPA, but I graduated, right? That's the whole thing. And, um, but here's the key. And this is where I, what I, whenever I talk to anybody, whether it's a, a college kid, whether it's at a college, I've done this at Marquette with Nikki Smigs when he invited me out there. Uh, I've done stuff at Northern. I tell everyone it, it's really not your grades. It's what you do. And so I had two internships while I was at Northern. I was president of the American Marketing Association. So when all these companies that I would host come and speak to our AMA class, I'd be out to dinner with them, blah, blah, blah. Next thing you know, they're like, well, what are you doing after school? You know, right. I got every interview, every single interview. And you'll know this, Chris, because you came from the area. My first job was with Ideal Industries out of Sycamore. Oh, I, I, so I don't know. So I didn't come. I came from Ohio. But oh, so, okay. so, so is that an industrial huge. shop? They're a huge electrical tool company. Okay. And I got hired, shit, two months before I even graduated. So I had my yeah. job. They never asked me my GPA. They never asked yeah. me anything. Yeah. And I had every interview on campus. It's just that this one offered it to me. It was a great deal. I moved to New York with them. And, you know, it just, to me, it's not necessarily getting a 4.0 or getting all A's. It's, right. you know, can you, yeah. can you operate in the real world? Can right. you, do you have street smarts? Do you, can you talk to people? Can you look them in the eye? Can you do all that stuff? And yeah. that's, you know, what I was good at, not the grades. Yeah. So, so at what point did you make the transition from sort of old school uh, industrial company to yeah. technology? So all this happened. So um, well, wait, wait, just just to clarify, he's never made the transition to technology. That's not the way to describe it. That's not the way to describe it. He barely got on the Zoom call, right? Like he barely. Right. right. Just for clarification, God, my boy's done extremely well. I can't, I love hearing the story. My boy. But when it comes to technology, no. All right, Daryl. Go ahead. All right. So um there were some uh, family issues. My brother was sick. My grandmother was dying, whatever. It's just living in New York didn't work. It was time to come home, came home and got a job at SmithKline Beecham. And now it's Glaxo, SmithKline. And um, worked there for, I don't even know if I made it two years, but it was, that was the start because that job was total like P&G consumer products. You know, they run you the training they just run you through. And within one year, I got my first promotion. And that's where I would say my entire career started because I never inter interviewed for another job again in my life mm -hmm. because my boss at SmithKline went to Disney. Within one month, brought me to Disney. I worked there for eight months, eight years, eight years. Uh, rose to be, you know, national director, um, running all their distribution business for home video. Yeah, let's and just and let's yeah. and what's interesting about this as well as some of the other the positions you were in, that was right at the beginning of home video, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it was yeah. right in the I this mean, is where there was a video store on every corner. Yeah. And when and when Daryl talks about street smart or looking at people, engaging people, one of the things, and again, it'll follow in this story is he I he's the only salesperson that would tell customers no. Because he had products that customers, because it was B2B, would be begging him for. And he'd be like, I, I don't got enough. I don't, <laughs> I don't got enough for you. 
sales prevention. <laughs> sales prevention. There's not enough for you. I'm sorry. And they'd be begging him. I'm like, are you shitting me? He's like, oh, yeah. No, I just tell people no. I don't got and enough. And then we go to lunch you. and they try right. to beg me. And I'm like, right, they're begging yeah, him. Sorry. So he was no. right at the advent of home video yeah. when Disney was unlocking all the films. Lion it was King and, and crazy. I came crazy. in. Uh, the first movie I sold for Disney was Beauty and the Beast. So Beauty and the Beast came out and it was the first movie I sold. And then to Sean's point, everything came out of the vault every eight to 10 years. It was a new generation and they would launch a new, you know, all of a sudden Lady and the Tramp that came out so much earlier got re-released and it hit a whole new audience. So uh, that was the kind of start because one, man, it was in the glory days. I mean, I remember getting, you know, sat down because someone looked at my expense report and I ordered like a hundred dollar bottle of champagne instead of a five hundred dollar bottle of champagne out at dinner with customers. Right. Like it really was crazy. It was the start of the cell phone. And I remember having a bag phone and I said, they're charging me by minute. My bill's twelve hundred dollars. They're like, so what? Submit it. Yeah. I'm right. like, okay. I mean, it just was unlimited money. Everywhere we went was a Ritz or a Four Seasons, and it just was entertaining upon entertaining because no matter what movie they made, it did millions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it and, and it cost nothing. Right. Those those tapes we sold them for sixty dollars to a store, and they cost about four bucks. Uh huh. Wait, can we, can we can we talk about garage the garage sale or? or <laughs> Or would that be, would that, you know, if somebody heard that, would you get? Oh, no, hell no. Statue of limitations. Oh, oh, well gone. Well gone. So I used to get as part of being an employee, they would send you, I think, 30 of every movie. Now, you got to remember, Disney owned Touchstone Pictures. It owned Hollywood Pictures and it owned Miramax. So this was in the day of um, uh, movies like Scream, Pulp Fiction, um tombstone i remember that tombstone yeah all of those right all these indie films that came out swingers which was a great you know the Uh oh yeah yeah launch of vince vaughn and so all of these movies any one of them that came out you got 30 a box of 30 so what happens in the industry that's kind of incestual is i'd have my warner rep my columbia rep my paramount rep you know my uh you know all these reps that you'd see everywhere and we'd all switch. So I'd get a pack from all these guys every month and I'd send them a pack. So every year, every month, I'd go to the UPS store with like eight different labels and say, ship one of each to this. And I'd walk out and then I'd get the same in return. So I had like a, my own blockbuster at the house. Oh, and man. It was crazy. Every movie that ever came out was at my house. So what happened is... Um, the and and all other kinds of swag like posters oh and God. shirts and oh, I sweatshirts mean, and knickknacks. I mean, yeah, crazy. Yeah. I, it was so bad, Chris, or good, I guess. I had to rent a one car garage that was solely for swag. Oh my God. That's all it was. So the heyday, I, yeah. You couldn't even give away as much as they'd send you. You know, I remember when Pulp Fiction came out, I think I got 60 pairs of sweatpants. My mom still wears them. I swear to God, she's almost 90. 
And you know that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so what happened is, so Sean's point, so I, I stay at Disney eight years. I go through the whole advent of VHS to DVD, to Betamax, you know, the whole Beta. Holy shit. There were so many technologies. You, you guys graduated from college in what, 73? Is that what it was? <laughs> well, we, we didn't graduate the same year, Chris. <laughs> That's <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> Barely. I graduated in 87. 85. Okay. okay. So, um, you know, so I went through the advent of all these different formats switching over. And then I started seeing, you know, oh, my God, you know, uh, Comcast is you can buy it online. You can do all this. So you kind of start seeing the writing on the wall. But to Sean's point, the story before I tell you what happened after Disney, when I left the company, <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm not going to keep this garage, right? Just with storing all this shit, which was all brand new. I mean, nothing. (laughs) And I'm talking about a one car. It was stacked to the ceiling all the way back. I brought all this shit to my house and I had a two-day garage sale where I advertised Disney paraphernalia. I had watches. I had jackets. I had, you name it, everything. And I was dumping it. And I made in two days ten thousand dollars. The line, the line wow. of people in cars was ridiculous. I don't think they've ever seen something like that in Algonquin no. before fact, or since. I, I remember. Uh, I think I said nine to five at seven thirty. Cars were lining up outside my house, and they were all on the phone, like they were walking around my garage. Like, no, no, he's got this. He's got this. He's got. No, he's got. Oh this. my Give me god! Stopping at the bank. Bring, and I'm like, they're all negotiating. I'm like, no. Nope. And oh, like, yeah. No. Yeah. No. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Look at look yeah, at the but... line. Why would I negotiate? <laughs> right. Right. It was crazy. So it was one of those, you know, not what my my mother came <clears throat> to help me. And again, this was what 25 years ago. And you know, she comes with her little, you know, th- sticker thing, you know, because she does garage sales all the time. I go, mom, put that shit away. Put that shit away. You're not going from like 40 cents to 30 cents. <laughs> This episode of If You've Come This Far is being brought to you by Half Acre Beer Company, makers of Daisy Cutter Pale Ale and many other fine ales and lagers. Visit them at their brewery located at 2050 West Balmoral Avenue in Chicago's Bowmanville neighborhood. And now back to the conversation. Uh, Real quick, before you go on to Microsoft, you you said your mom is is still, is still, uh, is still crushing it. Yeah. Yeah. She's 89. 89 wow. doing well lives nice. on her own yeah doing good is she nearby is that why you're back in the midwest no she's about she's uh about an hour and a half a little okay. past rockford so where you 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 know you know where that's at so yeah yeah sure yeah yeah she's almost between rockford and freeport so okay. she's, uh, my father passed a year ago so she's on her own um she's going to it's already set up she's going to move in with us but not till after next summer okay that's awesome. Well, that's great that she's still in great health. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's doing good. She's doing good. Um, uh, you know what? Maybe you'll live to be 89 if you give up that bacon grease shit that you're cooking and everything happening. in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. Let's just, wait. Yeah, Let's just say his recipes are not locale. No. Just for anybody. If you, I've if seen if enough. You watch the vodka sauce one. It's like, holy shit. I mean, yeah. Are not locale. Just FYI. Every once in a while, like a red and yellow pepper will sneak in there, but otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> and he I eats it all. all. And he eats it all. 
Yeah, yeah I, do. I do eat it all, but it's all moderation, all in moderation. Right, right. <laughs> all right. So, so Disney was a wild run, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Sean, and you have other things you want to like, you want to hear Daryl talk about. So, I but a little bit more on the on the career thing because I think it's a cool yeah. career. No, it is. No, I want to hear it. Yeah. So, so, so then, tell a story. So then, what? This is great. So I, I Disney got to be so boring because of all the changes, and I was literally going you know, to, to my, the president and going of my division going, I I'm sitting, I'm working 20 hours a week. Like I can't find shit to do. And he kept saying, I'm going to get something for you. I'm going to get something for you. And it never happened. So I, I took a job at Yahoo, but it actually was broadcast.com when Cuban owned it. So the day I get hired at broadcast.com, it gets bought by Yahoo the day. No so I meet, yeah. So I meet Mark Cuban my first day. And he's walking around. We're now worth two or $3 billion. Right. Mm -hmm. And I worked there seven or eight months and it just was a shit show. It was not fun. It wasn't good. I was working in the Hancock building and living where I do going down there every day <clears throat> sucked. So what happened is the, uh, the new president of Disney. Uh, so the old president of Disney left and went to Microsoft. The old, the guy who got promoted, this is a great story. I don't know if you even know this, Sean. Um, the guy who got promoted was a good friend of mine and he, we worked together for eight years and he's like, you got to come back. And I hated Yahoo. And I go, well, what am I going to do? He's no, nope, you're going to be VP. You're going to run every channel, mass merchant clubs, distribute everything. You, and you can live in Chicago. You don't even have to move to Burbank. I'm like, eh, you don't remember, man. I didn't really love it. Like at the end. And he goes, come on, man, I'll give you the job. Come on back. So I go, all right. As long as I'm, you know, if I'm reporting to you, I love you. We had a great relationship. I fly out to, um, to uh, Burbank and I start talking to all my old friends. And one of them, the CFO goes, what are you doing? Like, what are you coming back for? Nothing's changed. Mm -hmm. And she goes, has Mitch called you? Now, Mitch was the old president who just eight months ago went to Microsoft. Uh -huh. I, this is the day of the pager. I get to the Burbank airport, literally going to commit to go back. And I get a page saying Microsoft wants to interview for interview you for a position on a new team called codename Xbox. Oh, and so, but you know, it's funny, you know, who the, at the time, the president I was dealing with, who was my friend is Bob Chapek. <laughs> oh, is it really? Yeah. Are you sure? You know, I did not know that. Yeah, I do. Oh, he's, he's, he's now CEO, CEO of, of Disney. Disney. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. I know there's a lot of shit going on with Disney. Yeah. And you yeah. say it's him, is it the company, whatever. But I, I he's in him. a tough spot. He's, a, he's, he's in a tough, tough spot. spot. Tough he really spot. is. Yeah. I mean, first yeah. of all, he got the nod in January of COVID. Yeah. They bring in Iger back to help him out, which was great. And, you know, he, he's in a tough spot. I don't know. I, I love the guy. I can shoot him an email today. He like replies in 30 minutes. I had no idea. I had oh, yeah. no idea. Oh, that's that's yeah. an interesting story. Yeah, yeah, he's a good dude. He's a good dude. Yeah, I think he's I think I think he's in a very tough spot. And um, you know, it feels a little bit about about he's just got to be his own man, you know. I mean, yeah, screw everybody else, just be your own man. It's hard and, when you got Disney's on the board still, and you know, I know, yeah. I know. So anyway, so I uh I got home and it was my wife who said why don't you just go check out Microsoft because you've done the Disney thing. You were miserable. Go check it out. So I did flew out to Redmond, went through an awesome grueling interview. 
And at the end, Mitch, of course, is there and he pulls me in. He goes, what'd you think? And I go, pretty cool. I go, I'm really not a gamer. And he goes, you don't need to be. It's a consumer product. That's what you know. And I came home and it literally came down to, listen, give it a shot. Something different. And, you know, 15 years later, that's Mm -hmm. where I work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, too bad you couldn't do anything with that Xbox idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll tell you another funny story. So, Sean, again, I don't know if you know this either. Every year that I went there, so from year one, um, CES is always the same week as the national championship. And CES being with, you know, Disney being an entertainment product and us being an entertainment product with Xbox, we would all go to Vegas for the first, I'm not kidding you, eight years. I ran into Bob Chapik at CES and every year he pulled me aside. He goes, what's it going to take? <laughs> I, and I go, man, I, I really like it. I mean, it's a new product. He goes, I don't blame you. He goes, but if you want to come back every time. And of course I never did, but uh, he, he, like I said, that's where I kind of like the guy. I just, well, you, you should send him a note saying, okay, I'm ready to come back. We're going <laughs> to do a feature film cooking with Daryl. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, you spent how many years uh, peddling Xboxes and 15. working 15 years? Yeah. And then did you call it quits or what, what happened next? Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, it's big company shit, right? I mean, it gets political. Uh, it got re- the last three years got really tough. It, it became a when I went there for the first 12 years, it was a consumer division and an enterprise division. And at Microsoft is so it's the opposite of Apple. Apple's consumer division is huge. Their enterprise division is tiny. At Microsoft, the consumer division is tiny. Right, enterprise right. is everything. So we were this great little team, had our own CEO, reported right to Balmer, and it was awesome. And then he retired. Mm-hmm. And when he retired, everything moved under the enterprise team. So we were no longer our own. And by the way, nine years later, it's back. To yeah. being a consumer team. Yeah. 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 It just doesn't yeah. work. I spent three years reporting to a president who has never sold a consumer product in his life mm-hmm. ever. So every meeting, and I had meetings every Monday morning, every Friday, the whole team, executive team would sit in there because I ran the US. So I was VP of sales for the US. We would sit in there and have to talk about our business. And he just couldn't understand it. Mm-hmm. He didn't get it. He didn't get why, you know, in on November 1st, when you have a title like Halo launching on November 22nd, why we were missing our number by $300 million. <laughs> like, well, because we don't track our business daily or weekly, right. we track it monthly. So don't worry, by the end of the month, when this thing launches, we'll make that all up. So what happens the next week? Now we're in the second week of November. Now we're down $700 million. I'm like, again, here we go again, you know, and then we're down a bill, you know, uh, or, uh, uh, you know, whatever one, not a billion. We weren't down 700 million. Sorry. A couple <laughs> million, a couple million yeah. just kept building. Yeah. He just didn't get it. And then sure enough, we launch all made up in one day. Right. Uh-huh. And so it's just like that for every business review every week. It's just grueling where I spent the last three years sitting in corporate offices, managing <laughs> And not out with the customers, not out with my team. And I'm not good in those situations. So, you know, at some point, 
people say, oh, is he the right guy? Is he not the right guy? He's been here too long, blah, blah, blah. And they're right. Yeah. And yeah. So we, yeah. We parted amicably, let's just say. Yeah. Yeah. You, so Daryl, you and I have known each other for about almost 40 minutes. Um, but you strike me very, uh, very clearly as, as a, sort of a life is too short kind of guy. Um, I'm assuming you had your kids at this point, like what, like, was that like, was that a tension for you sort of like socially and emotionally to, to like be sitting in these dumbass meetings, hearing a guy kvetch about not understanding the numbers and kvetching about you missing your numbers. And you're like, why am I here when I could be cooking in my backyards or making TikToks with my, of course, TikTok wasn't around back then. Yeah. Well, like, where were you like, yeah, holistically at that point? So the good news is my kids were young. So I've okay. now 21. I've been out of Microsoft since 16. So that's six years ago. And the last three, so think of the three years. I mean, they were young, right? Yeah, they were yeah. 10, 11 years old. Yeah. And I lived in Chicago. So I would go to Seattle about twice a month and not for the whole week. I'd go Monday to Wednesday, Tuesday to Friday, you know, a few days for meetings. We were able to build all my meetings consistently where every, every month they were on the same day where I can kind of book my travel. So I really spent, you know, two weeks out of the month here in my, in my own home office or out with my team where I didn't sit, I I wasn't running into these people and feeling that tension Mm -hmm. every day, which sucks. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I I dealt with it. I don't like it, but I I also don't let just like, you know, I told Sean, I read every single comment on social media. Mm -hmm. Do you know what that's like when people are like, you suck, you're an ass, you, you're, I mean, it's, ter- it's, a, there's a lot of it. There's a, more haters than you know. Is it really? Oh my God. And you just got to let it rub, you know, roll yeah. off. I don't care. Yeah. And yeah. so at, you know, these corporate meetings, I'd go in and go, I know my business, you know, you can sit there and throw you, you can not like what I'm telling you, yeah. but it's, it's, it's the fact. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and so I would leave at least going the one thing, anything anyone would say about me at Microsoft, never, he doesn't know his business. Mm-hmm. It was never. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, we don't, we don't know if we like the way he's doing it. And because maybe we had a year where we didn't hit our numbers because of a recession or, or no product. Back to your point, Sean, we had no product for Xbox. Yeah. You know, we launch a new Xbox and make half the number we were supposed to make, yet you're right. still held accountable to a budget. Right. So it's just crazy shit like that, that, you know, at a big company, they don't care. They just want someone to go, you're right. You're right. right. And that's just not me. Right. I don't yeah. even go, eh, yeah, I'm not yeah. agreeing. Yeah, that's not the right. way it is. You guys don't know what's going on out there. And then last, and now I will tell you the difference. Those first 12 years, they knew. Mm-hmm. They knew. They knew mm-hmm. retail. They knew the consumer. They knew what was going on. They would actually sit there and go, uh, yeah, your hands are tied. Got right. it. But when you're reporting to a team that knows nothing about your business, all they're looking at is a piece of paper and a scorecard. So what were the, like during these last three years when you're like, fuck, this is, this is a fucking drag. Like what were the conversations that you and your wife and maybe your, your kids were having? Yeah. About? Maybe it's time. Maybe yeah. it's, I mean, I interviewed for a couple of different positions outside the industry, but you know, they put that golden handcuffs. I was a partner at Microsoft. There's like 0.5% of the, employees at Microsoft are partner level. I was a partner for, I think the last eight years, it's huge stock, it's huge bonuses. It's hard to walk away from it. Right. 
Right. So, you know, as, as you know, the, the big motto at Microsoft is don't ever leave, let them get rid of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what I did. Yeah. Because when they get rid of you, they pay you right. uh-huh. handsomely yeah. to go. Yeah. And it's yeah, great. Yeah. You leave with a handshake. So, so uh, several episodes ago, Sean and I interviewed this guy, Michael Clinton, um, who had written this book called Roar, which is sort of about kind of like Sean, correct me if I'm sort of mischaracterizing this at all, but like sort of like midlife recareering, what's next. Um, it seems like you made a pretty big transition at that point, right? Um, well, I, I actually did nothing for a year. I, I retired. That's a transition. <laughs> yeah, it was because it's like, now what? You know, my kids were still, I believe they were in grade school, elementary school still. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm, I'm, believe it or not, I was busy. Yeah, I believe it. I believe it. Like, yeah. You know, I don't know if it's just not satisfying, but I was busy. Yeah. And so uh, I started, I started my own consulting company. And that's when I, you know, met the people from Opia where I'm at now. And I, so, you know, they said, Hey, we want you to come and work for us. We're a small company out of the UK. And I I'm like, eh, I'm not going to work for anybody. I'm not, I was so negative on working for anybody but myself. And I consulted for him for six months. I mean, the first corporate account I signed was Microsoft to a global deal. Cause I still know everyone there. I'm, I'm, I'm actually going there next week to meet a bunch of people on business. And, um, it just, uh, it got to be where I'm like, God, I really like this industry. They're letting me do my own thing. They're all out of London. So I get no one hanging over me. And it got to the point where they said, I said to them, I'll come work here. If you let me build my own team in the U S and run it. And they said, okay. And I've been there now five and a half years. I've got a team of nine. We now just this year surpassed all the UK business. That's never happened before. So now the US is the biggest territory of the company. And it's great. So, and I, you know, like I said, it's, it's, there's, I don't want to say there's no stress, but very little. Yeah. It's a good deal. That's a good gig. Yeah. So, so let's talk about cooking with Daryl. Um, for people that Chris doesn't really know, and and for other people that are listening, they may not know the origin story of cooking with Daryl. Currently sits at what two point seven million followers and fifty yeah. million likes, something like that. Okay, yeah. so so share that with the crowd. Yeah, so total fluke. I mean, I love cooking. It's a hobby. I remember telling my friends at Microsoft. He's good at it. He is. It's not fake. Like, he is Smash burgers. Smash yeah. burgers. Yeah. He is good. You know, they're I like, hey, vouch. when you retire, what are you going to do? I'm like, I want to go to cooking classes. I just like cooking. I want to learn more about it. I want to do this. So I always would say that. Never done it still. But um, I cook probably at the time, 70% of all the, the meals in the house. Did it in college. Just I just like doing it. So... Uh, ended up uh, taking the car, my kid's car, driving it out to Arizona when they, they were freshmen at ASU. And my youngest daughter, who's now a sophomore in high school, was in seventh or eighth grade, said, uh, I just found out about TikTok. Never knew it, never got on it, but my buddy got me into the rabbit hole and I was enjoying it. I mean, it was crazy, right? You just get sucked in. And we came back and she said, Dad, you should do a cooking channel. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not, by the way, Chris, 
I was on no social media. I'm still not on Facebook at all. I wasn't on Instagram. I was, the only thing I'm on is LinkedIn, just because it's more of a business. Sure, yeah. So, yeah. so just, again, for the record, back in the day, dude, <laughs> Zoom is going to blow up. It's crazy. And for the people that are listening, like, what is he talking about? Yeah, Zoom was Microsoft's iPod. I remember. Well, do the people yeah. even know what an, what an iPod is? The people that are listening, no, they, they may don't. not. The they music not. player, like back in the day before the iPhone, he's got. Oh my God, he's got one. He's showing us. What is it? What, 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 he's, what he's is that got? Us, Sixteen megabytes. Sixteen megabytes of memory. He's showing us his <laughs> zooms right now. That's oh unbelievable. It's got like they've got uh, like twenty-seven songs yeah. on them. He's, he's like, I've he's got every talking. Windows phone, every Windows phone I ever had. <laughs> he's like, you don't even know. You don't even know. Because he's a Kool-Aid drinker. So every work, that's the right. other thing. Drinks that's the Kool-Aid. True. There's nothing else better oh, yeah. than that. Well, I in agree. fairness, though, he wasn't that far off. The portable devi- the portable digital device did take off. It just it wasn't sucked. Microsoft. And those Windows phones sucked too. They were bad. Yeah. So and you know, and you know how I know? Because they don't exist anymore. That's why. <laughs> so they suck. So, anyways, okay. Sorry, Daryl. All right. So uh we get home and she says. Let's make a channel. I'm like, nope, I'm not getting on TikTok. It's all dancing, you know, kids dancing, but it's actually right. not. But at the time, that's kind of how I know Richard. They bought what? Uh, uh, musically, musically. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. yeah. And my daughter was on musically with all her friends. So I'm like, I'm not getting on TikTok. Anyway, we got in a little debate. I won't say an argument, but a debate where I said, stop, I'm not doing it. And so she came back with the, I just thought it'd be something you and I can do together. And I'm uh-huh. all right. Yeah. You sign me up. So pick the name. So she picked the name. I had nothing to do with it. Um, she made my account. I said, you got to film me. You got to edit. You got to do everything. Cause I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know. I'm doing anything. I've never edited a video in my life. Um, don't know if I even knew how to take a video. <laughs> <laughs> Guy works at Microsoft for yeah, fucking really, decades. Right. No, 15 years. Don't 15. Don't, 15 right. Hey, Chris, no I, I, I had people to do that. I had to do that. <laughs> right. My team right. would take care right. of that shit. Yeah. <laughs> so um, the first video we did, and again, I still to this day, I have scripted one video, one yeah. in two and a half, in two years. And it was because it was a brand deal. It was important. And, and I just had to hit certain points and I couldn't do it without kind of trying to memorize. Right. Yeah. But it wasn't yeah. scripted. It was just like a piece of paper was over here and I was trying to not look like I was reading it. Uh, other than that, I have never to this day even scripted a meal. I just start going. And so I did my first video and it sucked. I mean, I had nine followers, all my daughter's friends, everyone. What, what was the recipe? It was broccoli beef, like a stir fry. Okay. <clears throat> stir fry. And, and it actually, it just tasted okay. <laughs> <laughs> the truth comes out. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I didn't have my tagline yet. I didn't have any of that. And I'll tell you how that came about too. So the second, and so that was like on a Wednesday, all of a sudden Sunday, I woke up and I said, Hey, bears are on. I'm a huge, you know, sports guy. I said, I'm going to make my chili. Now my kids love my chili. It's not necessarily, I mean, I like it, but I like beans in my chili. They don't, they like beanless chili. So I, my kids like it so much that I zip, I, <laughs> it's a shot. 
the, uh, the uh, vacuum sealer, I make 25 packs. I mean, I'll make eight to nine pounds of meat with my chili just to be able to freeze 20 bags of it so that they can come home from school, they throw in some water, they heat it up, and they can eat chili. So I filmed it. And when I was filming it, of course, I'm drinking beer. Um, you know, just I don't care. I'm just right. doing me. And she got done. She edited it. I left my buddy Rick's house to go watch some football and she launched it and she's calling me. I'm not kidding you. Every five minutes, dad, you're 5,000. I'm like, Whoa, is that good? I've never got more than 3000 ever. I go, Oh, okay, good. We'd hang up. She called me right. I mean, she called me back. Literally hang up phone would ring. You're at 15,000. I go, was just at five. It just kept going. Now I didn't even know at the time how to go see where I was at. I didn't yeah. even know how to check it and see where I was at. Right. She kept texting me for that entire afternoon. You're at 50,000. You're at a hundred thousand. You're at 200,000. You're at 300. I mean, it just kept going where I got home that night and we were all playing, we were playing rummy, me, her and my wife. And I was at 850,000. I said, okay, no, we're not checking it anymore. We're not going to check it till we go to bed. I think I went to bed. It was at 1.2 million. She's like, dad, you're famous. I'm like, really? <laughs> really? <laughs> and that, I, nuts. Yeah. it all. So I, so I thought, so I, so I'm, I missed that. I thought it was the fried rice. So, so chili is what started it. Okay. And then uh, was fried was rice next. Video. Nope. It was like uh, fried rice was my sixth video. Okay. So then I was getting. 200,000, 300,000 on everyone. So then I said, I'm making fried rice. My kids love it. Got the Blackstone, went out there. And again, I always have a cocktail with me. Right. right. And, and again, I, I don't care. So, you know, I think I'm very funny and my kids don't, but I think I'm very funny. And I made, <laughs> Sean knows it. Very funny. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You are and, hilarious. So, yeah. <laughs> So Sean, I make this fried rice video and it does 26 million views. What? Yeah. Yeah. How do we, so how do we that's explain not even that? The biggest. the biggest is 40 million. Yeah. Like what, like what's, what's like, okay. I don't want to get technical here, but you've been in the tech world. You've been in, you've sold <laughs> consumer products for most of your life. Like, how do we explain this? No idea. It's an algorithm. So, I have no so, idea. Yeah. I mean, the algorithm, the, the algorithm is working because what the thing about TikTok is, is they'll present, right? So they present something they think you might be interested in. A lot of people are interested in cooking. Daryl's, I mean, he's got a, an interesting, he's funny. As he just said, he's very funny. Very so, funny. So no, so I mean, the algorithm works to support when you're, when you're getting uh, yeah. a lot of interaction, a lot of connection. So I went from like, a hundred thousand followers, which today, if you start out, it's hard to get to a hundred thousand. It's hard. Mm -hmm. And you're kind of considered, you know, viral or whatever, like, you know, famous, whatever they call it. If you're at like a hundred thousand, mm -hmm. I went from zero in two months to a million. Mm -hmm. I, and I don't, again, I did the chicken fried rice. It did 20 something million. I did shrimp fried rice. It did 40 million. 
I could have done hot dog fried rice. It probably would have done. 50. <laughs> yeah. Well, at this point, it's like, are you, are you shitting me? Another fried rice. Another Dude, fr- he couldn't come up. With, he couldn't come up with anything else. More fucking fried rice. <laughs> but it's the but I also think I also think with Daryl I I mean we could break it down it is the gadget thing so he yeah. cooked it on an out on the outdoor Blackstone yeah he had his his salt and pepper shakers yeah um so yeah yeah and I think the I think the gadgets contribute to absolutely attraction don't you think chopper yeah right right yeah I had my yep. spur you know <laughs> yes. Yeah, I I have a different I have a different theory. Uh, okay, in, in all seriousness, and because I'm I'm genuinely like my mind is my the wheels are turning. I'm like what, is, and I I'm guessing that that you're unique in that space because you're authentic and it's clear that that what you're doing is bringing you joy, and I think people sense that. So I would tell you that's what I hear from everybody, mm-hmm. and that's kind of what I say. Like I had to. You know, when, when I do interviews or whatever, and I've had news, I've been on Kelly Clarkson, I've been on different news shows and people say, what is it? And I go, I think it's I'm authentic. I don't script anything. It doesn't mean I don't promote things like my new sponsor that I just signed today. It's not like that. Are you kidding me? We'll, we'll cut yeah. that shit. Yeah. We'll cut yeah. that shit <laughs> yeah. Who is it? Who is Poppy. it? Poppy? Oh, oh yeah. Poppy. Yeah. yeah. It's I've good, got right? It. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, just like the Zoom. It's good. <laughs> you, you should save a couple cans of that, Daryl. You can put it in there with your, your desk right. drawer. Right. I, Chris, you may have another question, but the, but I, I, your point about engaging with your community, your followers, um, you know, beyond the... And you've done some events with some people that have asked you to do some things. Um, yeah. uh I mean, do you envision any other kinds of ways of connecting with people beyond just responding to comments? I mean, events or anything like that? So I'll tell you, I just did the coolest um, sponsorship that I told my agent, it came from him. I go, dude, get me 20 more of these. It was a hour long Zoom like this with Cisco. Oh, you told me about that. Yeah. 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 It was with a tech partner who had... 80 to 100 partners on the Zoom. And they started with a 10-minute presentation on their product about something stackable. Some, and I'd laugh because I'm like, fuck, I have no idea. <laughs> it was all enterprise. They're stackable routers. They're enterprise Whatever. routers. It yeah. was crazy. Or switches, right. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah. yeah. but after that, it was, we got cooking with Daryl. He's going to make fried. They wanted fried rice. So I had my... I had my phone set up my ring light. I had Karen on the computer looking at questions and I just kind of made it. I had it all prepped. So I'm not doing all that in front of them. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. what they did after is they sent them all the ingredients so that they can make it. Oh, that's, yeah, that's good. Yeah. COVID, this was a big deal. Companies who weren't traveling, this was the way they interact with their teams, with their partners, their accounts. So they did this deal. It was lucrative and an hour and yes. i kind of interacted with a bunch it was funny because i'm funny because you're, you're funny. very yeah, funny because you're, yeah, right, right. you're very funny and <laughs> and uh <laughs> i just made fried rice the way i make it i i said i'm not doing it unless i can have you know my my cocktail or wine they go no man it's great so i'm of course you know there are you see them they're like dressed up and all you know i'm screaming like who's on i'm like Look at you guys. You know, yeah. you know you're at work. Yeah. 
Yeah. So Sean, that you, was a cool event. They want to do another yeah. one this fall. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's cool. Um, I was going to say, you know what Daryl is, Sean? Daryl's an I, integer. He's he's it's another word for that authenticity that we're describing. Yeah. Well, it, it just we we just did something from a professor of mine where he talked about integrity, and it's about like you're you're the same dude, um, whether you're showing up for Cisco or you're showing up on TikTok or you're sitting here with us. And so I would tell you that is totally I don't change. Yeah, I, I can vouch for that. I don't change, <laughs> I, can vouch, I, don't I can vouch, I can vouch for that. When you when you made your first episode, your, when your daughter convinced you to do it, how old was she at that point? Um, eighth grade. Okay, I have an eighth grader right now. She just mm. poked her head in here a minute ago. <clears throat> uh, she would be horrified if I showed up on TikTok. What What do you think it is about either your daughter or yourself that 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 kept her from being horrified and even to think it was a good idea? That's a I don't. Man, I don't know, because I will tell you, she has pretty much done this after we were on Kelly Clarkson and some shows, but she's a kid, right? She became a kid again. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's in cheer. She does stuff after school. She doesn't want to do all this shit. Yeah, so yeah. I've learned and had to learn how to do all of it myself. The editing, the I have ring lights all around the house. I got remote controls. I do it all myself. I had two interns this summer. I still have one that works with me, but- it's really my own show. And my wife will help out 10, 15% of the time. So my kids, I, I said to them at the very first, they kind of dug it, right? Especially when, you know, you're on the Kelly Clarkson show and you're on the Today yeah. show and yeah. they kind of dug it because they were involved, but they don't like being on camera, which kind of sucks because a lot of times I want them on yeah, and I got to almost beg them and they don't want any part of it. But I think they kind of like the... I don't know, notoriety, you know, they go out and people say something and they're with me, they laugh, um, their friends know. I don't know. I think it's cool. I, I always said when they get like to the point where like dad stop, well, then I just do it more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Parenting 101, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So let's let's hop in here. We're going to ask you three canned questions, Daryl. Um <clears throat> Uh, I won't go into the backstory. Well, I will go to the back. It's like uh, inside the actor studio kind of questions. So we're going to, you don't have to be too serious, but this is probably the most serious the three of us will have been in this 70 minutes. Um, first question is, what do you wish you could have told your 10-year-old self? You know, I, I think I would want to have taken school more seriously, but now I'm like, you know, why? I, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm not a school guy. Like I would have never mm -hmm. gone to get my master. I just didn't, not that I hated it. I didn't love it. I, I didn't mm -hmm. love this, the thing of school. And I knew I had to get a degree. Um, 10 year old. God, I don't, I don't know if anything. I mean, back in that time, it was so different, right? I mean, we had no technology. You actually, you know, hung out with kids by going to their door and knocking or ringing a doorbell. You were able to stay out till the lights came on or ride your bike two, three miles away. And there's no issues. You never thought about anything like that. Mm -hmm. Now it's, you know, everyone's afraid of their shadow. You yeah. know, and you're constantly, you know, hovering over everything. And, and so I don't know. I, I, I don't. That's a good question. But I don't know if I would really do anything different. Mm -hmm. it, that that that's um oddly as as maybe poignant an answer as we've ever gotten it, may, it sounds to me like that maybe what we would have told our 10 year olds is just be a 10 year old right yeah 
I mean, well, just, might, hold on. I, what I, do you think? What do you, <laughs> I, I, th- I think I think he still has some of the same friends from when he was at 10. He might want to rethink some of those relationships. But yeah, I don't right. know. It's a good question, but I don't I don't I don't really believe I have any regrets. Mm-hmm. Even awesome. what we talked about right when we first got on the phone. Not a regret. I think it kind of helped me in my current relationship and everything else. So yeah. mm-hmm. You know, I don't think any of that is a regret. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, what I tell my 57 year old self is talk to your mom more. Mm. That's what I tell myself because I just, oh. I don't do it enough. Mm. Oh, dude, that's so uh, timely. My wife's yeah. been saying, you get me to text your mom. You need to talk yeah. to her. I mean, crazy. Yeah. Uh, uh, number two. All right. Number two. Uh, do you have a mantra in life or even a mantra these days? Um. I really just try to do everything like, you know, tomorrow may not be here. Mm. You know, it's, it's who cares? I I just don't, I don't take life too seriously. Mm -hmm. And I think too many people do. They worry about little things. They worry about things they shouldn't worry about. They worry about if a friend texted them something that they didn't understand or someone's mad or something. Really? I mean, it's just, I don't know. I I just don't, uh, I don't, I don't let a lot of little things bother me. Well, as a guy who reads all those comments, all those, you know, thousands of comments, yeah. it's like, yeah, yeah uh, you know, um, someone in, in Men Living posted something the other day, uh, a quote around, just like, try to control the things you can control, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the rest is, is I mean, life's, good. listen, I, I know friends of mine, I know, um, a lot, and I'm sure we all have them who have, you know, riffs with parents or friends or brothers or sisters or family. And I mean, I was hearing about one the other day. I'm like, dude, you might want to go pick up the phone, be the bigger person because, you know, kind of like, you know, my dad died like that literally just Mm -hmm. felt close his eyes. Beautiful for a 91 year old. And, but, you know, I mean, if I, didn't talk to him for a month. If I had a fight with them and was holding something back, I'd be freaking miserable. I don't know. I just think life's too short for that stuff. So um, I, I kind of, I, I just don't believe in all that stuff. If there's something wrong, I, I just bring it up. What did I say, Sean? Like 10 minutes into this call, 10 minutes after meeting Darrow, I pegged him as a life's too short kind of guy, right? <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, last question. And oh, very funny. The, and very and, funny. And very, very funny. funny. Right. Very, very, very funny. funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, here we go. We'll wrap it up. Uh, what do you hope that people will say about you at your wake? Oh, boy. Oh, well, I already got a plan. So I've got two buddies that are once Kennedy is are my MCs. Right. There won't be a wake. Who's It'll, the other one? It's a buddy from uh, Microsoft. I'm oh, okay. Next week. Okay. Um, he's kind of like John. So, oh, boy. To me, it, 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 there won't be a wake. There's no wake. It's going to be a, and it, don't give me a celebration of life. It's a party. I want booze. I want a band. <laughs> I want people cooking and bring, and I want every, I want it to be almost a roast. Give me every stupid or good or bad. I don't care because I don't care. I won't care. <laughs> I you think Johnny's going to outlive you? No. No, All right. but I got yeah. right. just pass it to somebody. <laughs> right. Just for the record. Yeah. Right. No crying. Cause you know, right. listen, I'm already 57. That's pretty damn good. Yes. And, yeah. and there's nothing I can look back and go, 
God, I, I, you know, I'd love to travel more, which we plan to do, but we got a sophomore, right? When she goes away to college, we're doing it. We're going to travel. I mean, I don't know if I told you, Sean, but, you know, Lexi's doing Singapore and mm-hmm. Italy. Yep. yep. For a semester abroad, starting yep. in January. That's going to be cool. We're going to go visit her. So I, I want to, you know, that's probably the only thing is, is traveling. But other than that, there's not many things I can go, man, I didn't do this. Yeah. Didn't have that. Didn't you know, something. So this band that plays at your <clears throat> going away party, what's their last song going to be? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I do have my favorite song that is going to be played there, by the way. Um, Why don't you play it for us on your fucking Zoom? <laughs> <laughs> I probably could. All right. Daryl Daryl is also, also a drummer in a yes. band. You nice. got it. Uh, yep, that is true. Celine Dion um, cover band. Yeah. <laughs> We're playing November t- November 12th. Yeah, I'm going to be here. Uh, are you? Yeah. yeah. And you go, you come on too late. It's already past my bedtime when you. No, I know. I know. Yeah. You've seen us once. I know. Yeah, I did. <laughs> one, one and done. Plenty. And done. Are you putting this song on? I Jesus. am. Hold on. I'm finding it. Uh, let me turn it. Here we go. You ready? Yeah, let's do it. You know, oh, yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I was listening to it earlier today. It's called well, here's uh, the thing. One Republic. I yeah. live. Yeah. Uh, Chris is a Chris is a music snob. He, so he doesn't even know the song. He's he's probably like One Republic. What is that? I've never even heard of him before. Like, he's laughing. He knows it's true. No, no, no. <laughs> I've no. heard of them. I heard of them. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, but I would never I, listen but, to it. I'm Sean, saying, my mantra is to be is, curious, not judgmental. I know it. Listen, is. I know. here's the deal. But, when when the when you and I, Sean, head over to Daryl's house and Daryl cooks us some smash burgers or whatever else, rice, whatever. Um, we'll listen to nothing but One Republic. Right. <laughs> How's that? How's that? All right. Man, what a treat. Thanks, Dave. What a treat. You're welcome. Thanks, Chris. Great to Enjoyed it. Yeah, we'll do it in person sometime soon. Yeah, for sure. Let me know. That'd be great. All right, boys. Thanks. Thanks, All bud. Right. See you soon. Hey, Take peace care. and love. Yep, peace and love, <laughs> as always. This is Chris. Thanks again for joining us on this episode of If You've Come This Far. And this is Sean. Remember to check us out at menliving.org.